This is a HeadGum Podcast. You ready for it? It's time, everybody. The clock is whatever time your clock says. The music is turning down. Did you miss us? You probably didn't miss me. You got me last week, but you probably missed the other half of the equation because she is back. Ray is back. Welcome to the cast. I'm the Jackie side of the equation. And I'm the Ray side of the equation, although I have to make up for the last time missing. So I am twice the side of the... The last time we tried to do math on air, we failed miserably. Let me not do that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, listen, you know, now we're a triangle and you are two sides of the triangle. Oh, there we go. There we go. Yes, 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 yes. That works. That works. Welcome back, Ray. Listen, I I, want to get this out of the way. First, I want to say I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you. And also, we missed you last week. It, it, It felt... It felt very sad to not have you there to talk to Johnny Bananas, knowing know, how I'm big really of stands. Kind of, I'm really bummed out about it, to be honest. Yes, but I also want to, I'm also appreciative. Uh, I mean, you know, listen, for people who don't know the podcast game, let's let's give you a little peek behind the curtain. Uh, sometimes when, when you got your homies on, it's easy to reschedule. But when you got people, you know, who are hard to get a hold of and things mm-hmm. like that, you got to go through their manager to book them. Rescheduling is a little hard. We would have been happy to try to reschedule with Bananas. Uh, who knows if it would have still happened, but you were very gracious to say Keep it going. Still do the episode. So I appreciate you for that. We missed you, though. Gracious. That is common sense. Listen. I mean, no, you know, listen, it, I I don't know if that's common sense. or not. I, I think like it's just being a good co-host and being a good co-host isn't always common sense. So, <laughs> um, okay. so all right. You know. Next time I won't be stupid enough to let you do the interview. <laughs> I mean, shit, you know, you could have been like, nigga, tell him I'm there tomorrow. And we would have been like, banana, she here tomorrow, man. What you got? Uh, but it was a fun episode. We missed you. Johnny was dope. Let's get to some business off top, though. Okay. Let's get to some business off top. First of all. Give me the business. First of all. We may have a complete cast, but number 12 needs your approval because me and Johnny talked that whole clip, and Mm -hmm. by the end of the episode, we decided that CT from the challenge is worthy of a slot on the cast, which brings the cast right now Mm -hmm. to New York from Flavor of Love, Johnny Bananas from The Challenge, Aviva Drescher from Real Housewives of New York, Shangela from RuPaul's Drag Race, Snooki from Jersey Shore, Tyra Banks from America's Next Top Model, Dan Giesling from Big Brother, Trishel from Real World, Las Vegas, Kate Gosling from John and Kate Plus 8, Giselle Bryant and Karen Huger. Huger? Sorry. Huger. Karen Huger from Real Housewives of Potomac. Let's talk about CT. Now, me and you both know CT. You watched the clip. You know the clip me and Johnny talked about. Mm -hmm. We know CT's whole career. We didn't pick Wes, and I want to see what you feel about this. Because ultimately, this is your show. This is me and your show, so it's Mm -hmm. our decision. Mm -hmm. I didn't pick Wes, and and Johnny agreed, because 
Wes is dope. Wes is a part of a big rivalry. You know, the Johnny Bananas. He's a part of a lot of big moments in the challenge. However. Okay. He's one step below. What he gives us, we already get from Johnny. Pretty much. <laughs> like, we already in general, it. In general? In general still? Like, he, Wes has a certain type of braggadociousness that Johnny doesn't bring. Yes. Like, Wes has a braggadocious, and Wes talks like the smart white kid, like, who who uses big <laughs> words. Who uses big words, you know? That is perfect. That's a perfect description of him. He's so, that... He's that white dude who needs to flex, but he's obviously very deeply insecure as well. Yeah, he's deeply insecure. But so, like, he does have that, and that's what makes him special on the show. I mean, like, yeah. I'm, I'm not taking that away from him, but, like, his He's challenge- also, sorry to interrupt no, you. No, 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 you good. He's also a, he's also a villain who has no clue he's the villain, right? Yes, like, he's a villain who, like, thinks he is... He thinks he's a righteous, he, has, he yes. thinks he's a righteous cause, right? And like, I love a villain who has no clue they're a villain. That's why I love Wes. Wes yeah. has an underdog quality, but he doesn't realize that he's the underdog because no one wants to root for him because he's a dickhead, right? He thinks he's the underdog because the underdogs are just underdogs, you know? Yeah. That's the sense I get Like people life. are intimidated by his genius. Y- yes, exactly. And his- or And people they- are. People try to get him, like, what he feels <laughs> in the game I don't, I'm not, listen, we, I've talked about this. We talked about it on Deliberation. I love Wes. I fucking mm-hmm. love Wes. I think Wes is my favorite challenger ever, to be honest. He's just one step under bananas. He doesn't have as many challenge wins. Like, the, the duplicity and the manipulative nature of his character, we get with somebody already on the cast. And, we're yeah. C, and CT also has all of that. And what CT has over Wes is... He has He's more handsome. challenge wins. He's, <laughs> He's better looking. <laughs> he 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 get them cheeks. He get them mm-hmm. cheeks. He, mm-hmm. And where Wes thinks he has intimidation, CT is has intimidation. <laughs> like, like, Wes thinks he can beat your ass, and I appreciate his confidence. He thinks he yeah. can beat your ass, but CT will beat your CT ass. CT will beat your ass. And when I think of all the big moments in the challenge, and in that clip, it was clearly CT. It was clearly Wes hiding behind CT and felt, yeah, and felt like, oh, I got this dude in front of me. I can pop off a little bit. Yes, more. yes. He had a bodyguard. He was. He had a bodyguard. A, a follower in that. In that specific clip that y'all talked, yeah. he definitely was the kid brother following behind his big brother who yeah. was talking shit to the bully, you know. Yeah. And I think just like as an overall kind of West sentiment, I love him dearly. So I want to be mm-hmm. clear on that. But Same. how how things um, played out on the last season of the challenge that we watched together, m- like it encapsulates like Wes as a whole, right? He's glorious, legendary, all these things, but he's always going to be second place. Mm-hmm. And so when Johnny sent him home and he didn't understand why, he just really needed to see where the hole was, which hole he punched and missed the thing, if you remember mm-hmm. the final I do. challenge. So it's like, that's Wes in a nutshell. It's like, he is smart enough, he's capable, he's talented and brilliant, but there's just always something that he misses, and it sucks real bad for him. Yeah, And I realize that I'm attracted to that archetype in general, because... 
I'm the person who loves number two. Always because I feel maybe I'm a middle I have middle child syndrome or whatever, but I always feel like the number two. Like when Melo and LeBron got drafted at the same time, we all knew LeBron was the better player, but I was rooting for Melo to go number one. You know Mello, what I mean? Melo had a better rookie season. I'll I'll take that to the grave. Okay, uh, okay. He hasn't had a better career, but no, he had a better rookie not. season and, than LeBron. And, and, exactly. And it always works out for me that way when I root for the second best. I love Scottie Pippen. What did he win when Jordan was retired? Zilch. Nothing. Nothing. You know? And so it's just, I get it. I love an overachieving sidekick, ultimately. And uh, so. And that's a really dope, that's a really dope, I I, I really, and as an archetype, and look, if you feel, if you feel Wes should be on this cast, I'm not really going to push back. I really love that archetype. It's just that Wes doesn't know he's that archetype. <laughs> like, that's yeah. the thing. Like, he thinks he's Johnny Bananas. He he is a leader on the show. He is one of the goats yeah. of the challenge, you know. Of course. Uh, if, if anything, he's top three. Uh, oh, yeah, as far for as sure. men, As far as the men go, he's top mm-hmm. three. Um, so, you know, nothing taken away from him. It's just... It's hard to put him over CT because CT not on, CT just won this past season where West got yeah. eliminated in like week three by Devin, mm-hmm. like uh, which and pisses they, me off. Yeah, because I Devin mean, is up. supposed to be the Johnny Slayer. He's not supposed to be the West Slayer. He, he and West, West are the same person. Yeah, he slayed West. West gave up. West pretty much gave up in that, and it was, Why? was it was bored? really weird. It was really weird. Devin was kicking that ass, and then and then Wes just like was like, oh, I just don't want to beat a friend, and like gave up. Uh, mm-hmm. It was it's a lot, but oh, I don't I don't buy that. He probably just realized that he the realized landscape he for win. him for the season. Also, if he had come back, he probably would have gotten tossed in and over and over again, right? Uh, probably because Leroy was on a mission this past year. Okay. Season. Got um, it. And Leroy was running this game, and Leroy wasn't about to. They wanted to get champions out, which mm-hmm. is why, which is what makes CT making it all the way through so impressive because they wanted and, his ass out. And I guess because I didn't watch uh, Double Agents, it was. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it, but I know Amber from Big Brother, and she's a beautiful, useless person. And so for him <laughs> to win with Amber, I'm very impressed. Listen, you didn't watch it. So I'll I'll just let you she, know. She wasn't useless this season? Amber crushed that fucking final. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, I heard she crushed the final, but she was she fu- good in the lead up? She won all her eliminations. Like okay, okay, she, okay. she she I'm, she she had uselessness as far as just like She's you're not just very too bright. naive. Yeah. Yeah, she's not very bright. Okay, I'm but interested because shit, be- she crushed. <laughs> okay, I'm she gonna, won, she won that and- for CT. I maybe I gotta go back and watch the double ages because uh, my sadness for Amber was that on her Big Brother season she was this boy had a crush on her and ruined her game because she didn't re- like return the affection mm-hmm. and so I don't know she was just really beautiful and naive and yeah. her game got fucked up but she was also useless so I'm very glad to find out that she's not u- actually useless and that yeah. she gave CT a win that makes me happy she she they were the perfect team like. She ran circles around every... They won that final, I found out after the fact, but they won that final by about an hour and a half. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> like, she must they, be fast. They huh? crushed the competition. They crushed them. It was CT crazy. and dad bod was that fast? CT lost a lot of fucking weight. 
<laughs> Wait, he didn't have dad bods? CT is kind of back. CT is okay. kind of back. CT lost All a right. lot of weight. It was pretty dope. Hey, did you guys enjoy our challenge recap? There, there it was. <laughs> Let's get back to today. So I, I'm assuming you're okay with CT. Oh, yeah, his fine ass. Bring CT, CT rounds One, out. This is a story I love to tell whenever we talk about CT. I remember I was, I think, a freshman in college or whatever. And back in, like, 2006, it was the thing to be young and hot and walk around Soho all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to be young and hot and walk around Soho all the time. And I saw CT walking around Soho being young and hot with a stunning black woman. She wasn't just black. She was dark-skinned black. She was, like, black, black. And I was like, okay, well, that's it. Cemented for me, you know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. CT is down. Yes. Eternal <laughs> invite to the cookout, my man. Eternal. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. We got a cast of 12, which means these next three episodes, we might see some shuffling. We might see yeah. some shuffling. It- this I'm might excited. be the knockout rounds. You know these what I'm saying? These are the knockout rounds. These Somebody are the knockout rounds. Somebody might come rounds. get your shit. Oh shit! All Wait, right. just before before we get into it though, yeah, uh, is there anybody you looking at that you think uh, should be worried about their position a little bit? Listen, I mean, you know, I I know Aviva is in jeopardy. I'm not even gonna lie, I know she is. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking at this cast, Dan Geesling, you know, I don't uh, like I really loved his clip and I, I love the things I learned about him. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm looking at him and I'm like, all right, let's see what you got. Uh, but I'm also looking at this cast and I'm like, we got a pretty solid cast. This is a pretty, I mean. this is a pretty solid cast of reality star all stars, man. This this is uh, and, and here's the thing. We have gotten to the point in the show where fans are starting to reach out to us and be like, uh-huh. Uh, oh, not this person, not this person. Oh, you got to put... So, and listen, like, it's a cast of 12, everybody, and reality shows have been prominent for 20-plus years. Like, we're going to miss people. <laughs> we're going to miss people. <laughs> we're going to miss why, people. that's why you got to get you and all your friends to listen so that we have an opportunity to come back and correct with a different season. So, you know, you know, celebrate us, right? Comment, subscribe, pass it on, do all Seriously. that. You know, because we're going to miss some people. Like, there are so many great reality stars. This is just version one. These are version one. And although if you agree Jockeys, with it, Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. What you saying? I said, although Jockeys, I'm in a couple Bravo Facebook groups, and they mm-hmm. still salty at you for that Aviva bullshit, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell y'all. <laughs> get over it. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get over it. <laughs> when you throw a leg, your place mm. is cemented. <laughs> no, even, even actually I was watching Watch What Happens Live two nights ago. And Andy Cohen brought up Aviva's moment with the leg. And that's a big deal because Andy doesn't really like to celebrate former housewives who the audience hates. But he was like, it was a big moment. Yeah. She threw a leg (laughs) in a famed New York restaurant. (laughs) She threw a fucking leg. I don't know why people don't realize that that is legendary. No, it's it's legendary. It's legendary. It is legendary. Come on. Come on now. Come on now. But I realize she in jeopardy. I realize she in jeopardy and she may be in jeopardy by some bad girls. She may not be in that much jeopardy, to be honest with you. I'm thinking, I'm with you. I'm I'm looking at Dan Giesling a little bit and, uh, 
maybe Tyra. I mean, she's iconic, but she can. She's also just iconic as a model and stuff. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So you know, if we wanted to keep it like nerdy reality TV people, maybe Tyra. You know, Kate Gosselin is big, big deal. I, Kate Gosselin actually that episode. A lot of people. Gave feedback. Gave feedback. Yeah. I mean, I, it's kind of what I was saying on that episode where, like, outside of the bubble, outside of the coast, I mean, mm-hmm. like, in that middle America section, people fucked with China K plus eight, like, mm-hmm. a lot. It was it was pretty interesting to see. I, you know, a couple of Giselle and Karen, who knows if both of them are going to stick around. I think I think you can you can keep one or the other for the yeah. purposes of this show. Yeah. <sighs> Today's clip. Mm hmm. As we are 20 minutes into the episode. <laughs> Good Lord. I, first of all, it is a classic clip. I, because this moment, I didn't even know what show it came from. Okay. To be honest. And then when we, when we decided we were going to do this show and you said this clip, I was like, oh, this is a classic moment. Like, mm-hmm. it, it is from Bad Girls Club. And it is the pots and pans moment. Like, that's all you literally, the pots and pans moment. It is such a fucking, I've known about this clip in this moment for over a decade. Uh, <laughs> because it is hilarious. It is so mm-hmm. fucking funny. So to go back and watch the episodes and watch what led up to this and watch the aftermath of it was a delight. I I felt as heated as I did watching Josh on the challenge. Uh, <laughs> I was Why? fucking heated. I was heat. Oh, oh, oh we we gotta get into it. it. I'm oh, so excited. We gonna talk about it. Let's take a listen to the clip. Look, Wolf did that to the phone. You know what? Yeah, y'all gonna make me lose my mind, y'all. Where's the box? Shut all of y'all. Get up. Get the hell up. Get up. Get up. Clean up. What better revenge than to wake them up while they're drooling in their beds with a nice old big hearty marching band? I'm not done. You think I'm done? It's not over till a fat lady sings. Let me hear you say, wop, 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 wop. I didn't get no sleep because of y'all. Y'all not gonna get a sleep because of me. I love juice. Juice makes me happy. Yes, it's sweet and it has a lot of different flavors. It's nothing like a cold cup of juice. Nothing. <laughs> mm. <laughs> what the f, Tanisha? They put hot sauce in my juice! Not cool in this mother. What I need is love right now. Don't get up, shoddy. The devil call. He wants y'all to come back home. Ah, starving. 
Oh my god, I'm starving. Well, I'm all right, I got the whole rat hole. That's fine. Ah. Ah. Hurry, I want to eat something. Ah. Ah. Hungry. I'm hungry. I'm going to eat my dress for the laundry. Where is it? I can't help Andrea because I know nothing about not eating. Quite frankly, if I was a friend, she'd hate me because it would be fried chicken and waffles in her face every day. Macaroni and cheese, cornbread, potato salad, collard greens. I'm hungry. Uh, that is probably the most insane thing I had seen on TV at the time. And, Wild. And, like... More insane in retrospect. <laughs> yeah. It's, so there's, I, I've said this many times that for the, I don't want to be on reality TV. I would love to be on the challenge because I'm a challenge mm-hmm. uh, oriented person. I like competition. I like sports. I like physical like things. It's the mm-hmm. reality part of the show that always turns <laughs> me off from wanting to okay. be on it. And this episode is that amplified by 10. Yes. I, like, literally, I wrote that if you replaced those pots and pans with guns and knives, there would be murdered people in that fucking house. <laughs> like, this This is a show that as a 34-year-old person, I can't watch and not be viscerally upset. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> like, yes. Like, good fucking lord. Listen, dude, the, so, the care the players in the clip, it's season two of Bad Girls Club. Yeah. Um, the legendary Tanisha Thomas, she's the one mm-hmm. who bangs pots and pans around mm-hmm. the house. Uh, before we deep dive into the clip, Tanisha is on a reboot of the Bad Girls Club on the Zeus Network right now. Oh, and it's just like a hodgepodge of women who are, I think Natalie Nunn described it as oxygen made millions of dollars and they didn't. So now they're trying to reboot the the series and make the millions themselves. Yeah. And so and Tanisha's those a very women, different person now. She's married. Yeah, she's she very different, son. but she's still she's still crazy. She's, she's still, still crazy. Very okay. crazy. Okay. Um, but but I love Tanisha's crazy. But so uh, I'm watching it. These women are now pushing 40 mm-hmm. and they're calmer, but the same issues arise. And I think I would strangle literally everyone if I had to live in a house of filthy, loud, prank pulling women. Mm-mm. I would kill them and yeah. then I would kill Tanisha for her reaction. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Her perfectly reasonable reaction to her housemates yeah. is what I would do. Listen, listen. <laughs> as a as a as a, as a as a as a person who grew up with black parents, <laughs> I felt Tanisha in my soul. Mm-hmm. I felt Tanisha. <laughs> Like, I'm watching this clip and listen, you know, all, all our white listeners, all our white friends and fans, I love you. I love you. 
but I'm listening to this. Some of this shit, I'm like, oh, this is some white people shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is some yeah. this is some white people shit. And you take this Caribbean or Jamaican fucking like black yes. woman who Jamaican probably grew from up from Brownsville, Brooklyn. Oh okay? my god. Who probably grew up in the strictest black household. Mm-hmm. And you put her with these messy ass fucking prank put nah nah. Mm-mm. I was on Tanisha's side. I even her blow ups. I was just like, I'm on her side. I'm yep. on her fucking side. We should explain what let's, happened let's explain. that made let's it so that it. we should that we are on Tanisha's side. So yeah. the cast of Bad Girls Club is split in two. Cast of season two, Bad Girls Club is split in two. There yeah. are a couple women. I think most of them actually on one side, Tanisha's side. They're all from like Brooklyn or the New York area, mm-hmm. and they don't take no shit. Mm-hmm. It's her, Hannah, and Naveen, mm-hmm. and then they're the they're called the hyenas by the other girls because they cack, they cackle a lot, <laughs> and the other girls are called the party girls: Genevicia, Darlene. Uh, there's some. There are Cord- two other Cordelia women. and Lyric. Cordelia, kinda. And Lyric is kind of in between, but she sides with the party girls a little more. Yeah. And uh, they're called the party girls because they party too much. I think Darlene is overcoming a meth addiction when she comes into the house. Cordelia is a porn star. And uh, Genevieve is just a party girl. And they have no... They they live up the bad girls title, whereas the other half of the house sort of understands that they are bad girls who want to reform. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, you run into conflict when there are women who want to sleep and these party girls want to party. In this specific clip, the party girls had people over the night before and were very loud sitting on the balcony, sitting outside on the patio where Tanisha could hear them from her bedroom. She very politely asked them to lower their voices. They did not. Mm-hmm. The next morning... Tanisha goes to use the phone in the house, the house phone. She picks it up. It's got, I guess, dried up, sticky Sprite all over the handle. And that's the last straw for Tanisha because that house is filthy and these people are nuts. So we see Tanisha in her nightgown. (laughs) Hold on. Also, also something else that pissed her off was they fucked with her clay man. They fucked with her clay man. They they gave the clay man a big dick, took his dick, legs yeah. off, and mm-hmm. she was just like, "I'm." And they went in her room and touched her shit, like yeah. she it was fed. It's a lot of uh, boundary crossing. A lot, a lot of boundary, of boundary cross. Yes. And so Tanisha in her auntie nightgown and her head tie. She it's what is, it's like nine a.m. too. I think it's like six a.m. Like I think <laughs> it's, it's like really six or seven a.m. It's early. It's early. Yeah, it's early. A- and so she she goes, who the fuck, man, who put this sticky shit? And once the sticky shit on the phone gets on her hand, she loses it. She storms out of the phone room and she grabs all the pots. Of pan- the, she grabs a baking sheet and a pot and starts banging around the house, waking up the offenders. I ain't get no sleep because of y'all. Y'all not going to get no sleep because of me. Get the fuck yeah. up. Get the fuck up. Get the fuck up. Get the fuck up. And she is taking these pots and pans through the whole fucking whole house. house. She is. She's going to get louder shit. She's like, oh, y'all ain't going to wake up. Let me go get some louder shit. Like, <laughs> my favorite part. Of this, first of all, this is the definition of you awoke a sleeping dragon. Yep. I've never, like, this is an explosion. 
And I've never felt so warranted for an explosion to happen in my goddamn life watching <laughs> this clip. My favorite part where I just, like, start cracking the fuck up is something we're going to talk about on the side of the break. We'll be right back, everybody. Stay tuned. We back, we back. What's up, Negroes? We talking about Batgirls Club Season 2, Episode 8. 7 and 8. Episode 7 and 8, I would say, because this this ended at Episode 7, bled into 8. They all are connected. I would recommend watching Episode 6, 7, and 8 if you want the full you know, gambit of this moment and to feel it in your bones like I felt it in. Tanisha's going around. She got the pots and pans. My favorite part of the whole thing is she gets them pots and pans and she started dancing. I'm a bite back. I'm a bite back. I'm a bite back. And I'm just like, yo, she is, she is, I, I'm, I'm very cognizant to ne- really trying to never use this word when talking about people, but I feel it's apropos in this moment. She is crazy in this moment and I fucking love everything. Every moment of it. Every moment of it. Let's not just leave this because while this scene is wholly driven by Tanisha, the reactions to the shit is also hilarious to me, which I didn't appreciate, which I didn't appreciate back then, but I totally appreciate it now. Cordelia and Genovesia were not fucking faced at all. If Mm. anything... Cordelia saw Tanisha banging the pants. She just covered her eyes and started laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. true party girls. I mean. Yeah. Lyric was you- truly the only one who didn't get, well, I guess we kept them up last night. So, you know, all yeah. is fair. <laughs> Lyric, but you see, Lyric was, I should explain, a very self-serious yeah. rapper slash poet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, she thought she was going to be a legend. She thought she was going to be a legendary rapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I guess she was all about respect, getting her respect, yeah. you know. And also in the in these episodes that I watched at least, and, and you know, she was in some legal trouble. Um, and, you know, the first until she left the show, which would happen at the end of episode eight, which is mm-hmm. the beginning of this pots and pans uh, mm-hmm. thing. I was not on her side much at all because mm-hmm. I'm just like, yo, you kept them up. They asked you to mm-hmm. stay quiet. Also, right before this, she was on the phone with her mom and and, and it was just kind of like a, a spoiled brat. Yeah, and it's just like everything is everybody else's fault but mine type thing. Where I was just yeah. like, okay, like, I guess so, Lyric. She was bratty Erica Badu. She was annoying yeah. brat. She was spoiled Erica Badu on that show, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, it took... Genovesia just being complete. (sighs) (laughs) How much do you hate Genovesia? How much? (laughs) Listen, this is before she got racist. I might add you. I hated her. Uh, Oh, wait, I don't remember the racism. Give me the racism. Oh, at the end of episode eight. And Lyric actually called her out for this. This was like right before, this was like what prompted Lyric to kind of leave somewhat. Where Genovesia was like, 
I can't stand this black bitch, this fake Jamaican Whoa. black bitch. And, and Lyric was like, there's no need to nah, be racist. Fam. And nah, Genevieve was like, I don't care. You can say whatever you want to say. Be on whatever side you want to be on. And I'm like, oh, so you're a racist oh, piece of if shit. You ever, if you ever present me with the option of hanging with the black girl I hate and this white person who used to be fun but is racist, I'm always going to pick the black girl you I hate. You don't pick the black people we hate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this, that's, not a, that's not a choice. That's not a choice. <laughs> oh, we going to team up real quick on your ass. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> Which when Lyric left, Tanisha and Lyric were the only ones that like hugged and like, you know. And Oh, yeah, but then at the reunion, Tanisha went gone. in on Lyric. Okay, oh, Tanisha fair. went in on Lyric. And Star Jones actually hosted that reunion, which was the that. weirdest fucking thing. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> what was the late 2000s? What were we doing? The late what 2000s was wild. Why was, was Star Jones hosting the reunion for Bad Girls Club in which Tanisha tells Lyric she's never going to be a successful rapper? <laughs> which, she didn't lie. She didn't lie. She didn't fucking and, lie. And, and to some degree... In this moment, Tanisha is a little more pop culturally relevant in yeah. the moment than Star Jones, which yeah. is a oh, bizarre I, thing to say. Don't nobody know. Don't nobody. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful when Star I say Jones this, but ain't to. nobody checking for Star Jones right now. Yeah. Uh, maybe know they Star should. You know, to. maybe they should. She, you know, she, she, she definitely. Star Jones is a star maker. Her ex-husband, yeah. who is gay, <laughs> is now hosting a show on Fox Soul. Damn. All right, Star Jones. Make your stars. Mm-hmm. I, I have to, let me, okay. This Pots and Pans moment is classic because, like, I, first of all, it just encapsulates why I couldn't live in this house. Because even if yeah. I deserve it, don't fucking wake me up with Pots and Pans. Oh, really? Like, even if I deserve it, but, but I know that's bullshit, which is why I don't put myself in situations where I'm going to be a hypocrite. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I'm not, I don't want to do that. So, but I have to say, these party girls... <laughs> They did some foul shit. First of all, not only are you touching people's shit, where you know they got a problem with it, not only Mm -hmm. are you being loud in the wee hours of the morning, where people have Mm -hmm. asked you, yo, I'm trying to sleep. With ugly dudes, by the way. This is a big thing. This is a big thing. I just need to interject. interject It's a big thing. You not going to be like, oh, I'm going to make noise anyway because I love men and I want to bring men over. And then the niggas you bring over is whack. You keeping me up? Yeah. Into 4 a.m., 5 a.m. for ugly dudes. You're not even going to smash. Get the fuck nah, out of here. No, no, no. Get the fuck out of here. We ain't doing that. We God ain't forgive doing me that. calling people ugly, but these men were not fine enough to disrupt six other people in the house. Yeah. No, not at all. Not at fucking all. And then, not only are you touching shit that she likes and will, you know she's going to get mad. They touched it knowing she was going to get mad. So, one, you on some whack shit. Mm-hmm. But now you peeing in the sink. That's now crazy. you pissing on sprinkles and putting mm-hmm. them on cupcakes. Or rubbing your butt on Rubbing pu- your butt on shit. And you putting hot, putting sauce, hot sauce in, my in somebody's juice? juice. Oh, my nigga. On site. You Actually, on the site. Pants, if we being <laughs> honest, if I was somebody who was violent, I can't fight. That's why I'm not violent. I have no upper body strength. But if I had upper body strength, I got to fuck you up. I, or even yeah. just the hot sauce in the, the hot juice. The hot sauce in the juice. And, and and one thing I loved about Bravo is they always do this type oh, of oxygen, shit. Oxygen, oxygen. Or oxygen, sorry. The one thing I love about oxygen, and they always do this shit, where, <laughs> like, right before she took a swig of the juice, they made sure to get the confessional. I love <laughs> juice. I, could, I love all different types of flavors of juice. Like... <laughs> 
said she cracked me the fuck up. Juice is just, ooh, I, I could just drink juice all day. And then she takes that swig. And, 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 and okay. Like, first of all, it's whack as fuck. But if there's ever anybody out there, because I know we got a listener or two who like to be on some devil's advocate shit, you know, mm. if there's a listener out there who's like, is it that serious? Have yes. you ever picked up uh, some shit thinking there's going to be water in this Sprite? You know how much you gag when you take that sip, that first sip? That's not like, even, and that's, that's not, not even, even as bad. treacherous. Right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You, you, you know how much we overreact to even that? Imagine mm-hmm. drinking some orange juice that got some hot sauce in it and you don't fucking know. No, huh? bro, we fight. And it wasn't, but dude, it wasn't even orange juice. It was what, you know those, that Minute made like berry punch, my oh, dude? Oh, yeah, yeah. So like, it's, Think you are about to get some sweet, sweet, too sweet. Nah. You gonna get a cavity ass gr- red drink. Mm-hmm. It's not a juice. Let's be honest. Yeah, Minute it's, a, it's shit. not juice. It's, it's a drink. It's sugar and water. It's a drink. <laughs> it's sugar and water and color. Yes. <laughs> sugar, water, color. Yeah. And you get Tabasco sauce. Nah. In your berry punch. Nah. We fight. Listen, you we gotta fighting. get a berry. You gotta get berry punched after that. Yeah. Yeah, no, we fighting. We fighting. I'm using all four of my limbs. I'm hitting you with each fist. I'm kicking you with each fucking foot. And then that's what I was like. These pots and pants. It's the best. It's the kindest she's been. There is is something brave about white people. (laughs) I've been in a situation. The caucasity. The caucasity. The caucasity of some. I've been in situations where the comfort people feel and four walls where they know I'm likely not to do shit mm-hmm. is astounding. Because if mm-hmm. we exit out of these four walls, you wouldn't feel this comfortable. No. If this was not on the show, the comfortability that, and maybe maybe they would have, because Genovicia and some of these girls seem trash. But the comfortability... Genovicia would get arrested, for sure. Yeah, the comfortability knowing that even if I take a punch... The fight is going to be broken up before it gets too far. Uh-huh. Allows you to do the shit that you're going to do. Because if this happened in real life, Genovicia would still be in a coma to this day. <laughs> she would still be in a coma to this day. So here's why T- Tanisha's a trailblazer, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Because in subsequent seasons, they don't break up those fights for at least 20 or 30 more seconds. Ooh, so they so, let them get them hits in. So, yeah, in the subsequent seasons, you touch somebody's bed, you get fucked up. There's actually a clip from, like, season eight or season nine. Okay. Where these, a, a pair of twins, they're the villains of, the sh- of their season, but they end up being the heroes in response to this actual fight that they get into. But twins pour out the bathroom garbage onto somebody's bed, and the bathroom garbage is going to have poop stain, toilet paper, and and tampons. So then the rest of the house jumps those twins. And I think security, quote, you know, I'm I'm using air quotes, guys. Security breaks the fight up. Mm -hmm. Those girls got fucked up. And if you watch, like, from season three on, the fights last way longer before security breaks it up. They get their hits in, for sure. If you pull a prank on somebody, you get it. You get it. Okay. Tanisha was... 
Tanisha was a trailblazer. Because they probably watched this shit and it was like, I can I can just imagine the producer's room after they watching this shit. They probably was like, we like, we should have let Tanisha. We should have let him. Tanisha hit yeah. her ass. <laughs> like, we should have let her get her hands in. Uh, get her hands in because, man, I listen. I know I'm talking shit about this. This is this is probably my favorite clip that we've had all season <laughs> uh, because it is pure trash reality television. Oh, absolutely. In a way, I viscerally feel upset. But each moment of these episodes and the subsequent and after and the you know, the before and after this specific clip, I'm just like, this is this is hilarious. I laughed so much in my anger because you can't make this shit up. You can't make this <laughs> shit up. This is just trash people being together and watching it unfold. And goddamn, I fucking I loved it. But also <laughs> I loved it and I hated it so much. The thing that I just don't understand is everybody in this clip who did shit to Tanisha was acting like Tanisha ain't had no right to be mad. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody was yeah. like, which like she was overreacting. Yeah. Come on, that, man. That season in real time was fascinating to watch because yeah. I had never encountered women like I still have not encountered women like the party girls. Yeah. Okay? They seem and like a lot. They were a lot. And for me, it was so obvious, you know? Yeah. And I think maybe I would have been like 20, 19. And yeah. it was clear to me, you don't touch people's stuff and you don't leave communal shit dirty. You don't pee you in the sink. You don't pee in the sink where we wash dishes yeah. and clean our food. Also in episode eight, Darlene got so smashed and came home and started throwing wine bottles and like knocking shit over in the community part of the house. I'm just like, these women are just trash. They are trash. (laughs) They are trash. But I think after a while, too, even that, even the type of party girls, right? Because you still need to have the white girls who party crazy and stuff on the show to keep it like a diverse casting. Like black girls do bad, different. Latina girls do bad, different. White people do bad, different. Just culturally different things. Yeah. Um, But I realized that after that season, when the girls who were white were party girls and bad, they didn't have the same obvious alcoholism or drug issues. Mm. Um, After that, like, obviously there were women who drank too much of all races on the show. Don't get me wrong. But the specific kind of white girl wasted the way that they partied in that season doesn't really show up much thereafter. And I think it's because they, they realized that they found a star in Tanisha. You can't chase women like Tanisha away in pursuit of a Genovesia who won't even do enough to help production thereafter. Right. I mean, Right, I mean, she or got Darlene, removed. or Darlene, who actually had a real alcohol and drug addiction problem. Yeah, and and we're sitting here watching the effects of that addiction, and when she puts those substances in her body, take yeah. place, you know, and yeah, and, and in some ways that can be uncomfortable to watch. Um, and these girls are super young. Let's be real. I mean, yeah. like, let's. Genevieve is honest. the oldest one uh, out of all yes. of them. She was twenty. She was like twenty-seven at the time. Yeah. yeah. You're too um, damn old for this shit. She was entirely too old for that. But what's like, we should acknowledge the exploitative nature of the show that we're of watching. Course. <laughs> of course. And when and listen, you know, and for any any of our white fans whose booties are tight right now, because we have said, you know, 
uh, this is white people shit or the caucasity. Like, I mean, sometimes I mean, shit is white people shit. I don't know what so, to tell you. You just said it. Like, there's a different type of bad when it comes to cultural badness, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's been some black, Latina, Asian people on reality shows who have done some on-site shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not, that's not exclusive. But there's something specific about... Maybe well, it's just these three episodes. I, I'm sorry. The peeing oh in no, the sink, I, the peeing on the sprinkles, the the putting hot sauce in somebody's shit. That's just, that's special for me, man. I well, can't fuck I, with that. I mean, I, I, I can't say necessarily that uh, peeing in sinks is white culture, but I will say that. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I will say that um, there isn't the same culture around drinking and things like that and I think that alcohol fueled so much of the party girl's behavior mm-hmm. and um, even though Tanisha was bad her bad was beating everybody up every time she got angry and that was the thing she was working on on yeah. the show but those women didn't seem to be working on their drug addictions they didn't seem to be working on their partying and you know even Cordelia, I don't think that sex work is necessarily a thing that you need to fix or whatever, but Cordelia was very irresponsible with her romantic relationships and stuff on the show. They didn't seem to have any they didn't seem they didn't seem to have any intention of uh, did you hear that micro, micro, motorcycle? I apologize. I did. I did. Uh, it sounded like a dog though. <laughs> <laughs> but um yet yeah. Those women didn't seem to be working on stuff. And I think that, you know, for a woman like Tanisha, she isn't just a black woman. She's a big black woman. We don't have the same leeway in general as black women. And then for her to be of size and whatever, there are boundaries that Tanisha can has that those other women did not have. Yeah. And uh, and I think that there was that culture clash for sure. Yeah, it it was definitely. And and that's probably, you know, listen, outside of, again, me being a mid-30s-year-old adult and watching some of this shit that these young 20-year-olds were doing. Like, I even wrote on my notes, look, I've been in college. I've been in mm-hmm. college. I've done pranks. I've done shit. I, listen, let me, for those of you who have never been in a stage play, we do wild shit to each other backstage before somebody got to walk on stage. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not, like, up here acting like I'm some saint who has never... You know, deface somebody's property in the uh, yeah. I've black TP'd, people do pranks. I've TP'd I mean, people's house. I threw a piece of shit on somebody's window. I've done some shit. Wait, okay? what? I threw a you piece of shit. You gotta show that story. Jackie. I threw a piece of shit on. So I was I was twelve or thirteen. Okay. And the upstairs neighbor pissed me off, so I took a shit on the napkin. <laughs> and I threw what? that shit on their window, and it stayed on their window for like two weeks. Like, they never took that shit off their window. And oh, wow. But again, I was 13 years old, you know? So I get it. I'm not, I, I get there's an age thing here. I, I know I sound like old man on the, you know, get off my lawn. I get it's reality show. I get that they pump them with alcohol. I get they put them in situations to be in these situations because that's good TV. I get all that. But it still is trash. And like, and it affects and it's different to watch now than probably then, right? For me, at least. Uh, because, you know, pranks are fun. Pranks are cool. I'll still pull a prank nowadays. But there's a certain point, like you say, Ray, where it's like, this is too fucking far. Uh I mean, I, I just I'm far. aggressively anti-prank to be honest with you. Yeah. I I'm aggressively anti-prank. Don't ever try to get me to give you a reaction that you think 
I think will be funny. Right. It's not going to be funny every and, single time. And you know why? And, and here's and, and I'm glad you said that because I think the reason why this felt too far is not all the shit they did, which is nasty. Like, don't pee in the sink. Don't pee on food. Don't put nasty shit in people's like drinks. Do you even hear what we're talking about? We're talking about a 27 year old who peed in a sink because she was mad that her younger roommate didn't like her party girl ways. Yeah, that's as wild. But the thing you said is you don't like pranks, right? So if I pull a prank against you, I'm an asshole. Like I'm mm-hmm. even more of an asshole mm-hmm. because I know you don't like it. I know that's not your thing. So why the fuck would I do that to somebody who is not their thing? They knew this shit they were doing to Tanisha was going to get under her skin and they did it anyway. So it's not pranks anymore. You're just being a it's bad torment. fucking person. Yeah, yeah you're, you're tormenting your roommate yeah. is what's happening. And, and because Tanisha is because, again— Oh, God, I'm making this serious now. Because Tanisha is a big black girl from Brooklyn, they think she can take it. But she really did get super violated in that house, if you ask me. She did. That's what I'm saying. That's what I said at the beginning. They lucky those was pots and pans. If they was was bullets and knives, you know, Tanisha would be infamous right now. (laughs) Exactly. And if I'm remembering correctly, I think Tanisha got arrested for one of them. Like, I think Tanisha and Darlene had strong conflict because... Tanisha got into a fight at a club with somebody mm-hmm. over, excuse me, one of her. I'm going to repeat that because I burped longer than I anticipated. <laughs> um, apologies. But if I remember correctly, Tanisha got arrested at a club because she was standing up for one of the party girls. And I think the party girl didn't respect it. So there's like a lot of like tension because yeah. like there if I'm remembering completely. Correctly, I could be conflating. Let me Google this to make sure. Oh, Oh, Tanisha, yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't want to put this girl behind bars if she never was behind bars. Yeah, Tanisha got arrested because Cordelia and them were in a fight at the bar, and Tanisha was the only one who got arrested. The black girl who got arrested at the bar. Mm -mm. Yeah, and like that type of shit. That type of shit eats at you and it's noticeable. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's noticeable. And and so when they're moving so freely and disrespectfully. Yeah. And not cognizant of things like that. Mm-hmm. When Tanisha, when Tanisha is like the only, like her boundaries are reasonable. Please don't leave sticky juice on the yeah. phone. Please. Don't touch my stuff. Don't come please in my don't room put hot sauce my in my juice. Don't put your ass on my cupcakes, please. Yeah, these aren't these aren't these aren't unreasonable requests, people. <laughs> these are pretty fucking reasonable. And 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 you know what? And here's the thing: this type of shit happens on reality TV, right? Like boundaries across from reality TV. What makes this an all-time moment? Because there were some fights on the back end and in front of this Mm -hmm. as well where, you know, it got really serious. But what makes this specific clip an all-time moment is the reaction to all this serious shit was her pulling some pots and pans out. It was like, y'all waking (laughs) up today. Like, like, when you can respond, like, she was mad in the moment. But there Mm -hmm. is a certain levity to that, like, specific, Mm -hmm. like, response that is just so relatable because, like, I wish I could do some shit like that. Like, where you could just be like, I am going to be as annoying as possible. (laughs) 
as possible because it you was, annoyed the shit out of me. And it's fucking funny. It is so it's funny. brilliant. It's brilliant. Because do you remember when we were talking about New York, our first episode, mm-hmm. and how it was amazing that in the middle of righteous fury at mm-hmm. Pumpkin, New York found the reality TV moment. Yeah. Here's Tanisha in the middle of righteous fury. Mm-hmm. Found the reality TV moment. She was aware she couldn't hit that girl. She couldn't hit them girls if she didn't want to go home. Right. So here's pots and pans. Let's make their lives miserable. Even when Lyric goes to confront her, she has no patience for Lyric, but she don't fight Lyric. She doesn't fight Lyric. Oh, that's another one of my favorite moments where Lyric was like, I'm not going to jail for you. And Tanisha's like, I'll go to jail for you. I was like, Lyric, Tanisha ain't here to play. No, she is no. not here to play. And honestly, it is just, I am so happy that I now know all the, the circumstances of mm-hmm. what led up to this moment and this show. I probably could not watch this show on a consistent basis because, like, I want to protect my heart rate. <laughs> but, but the basis of the, and you know, every season, and, and like, we want to be clear, this is season two. Season one was different yeah, from season, season two. two. Yeah, and season, season three one, and beyond were different from season two as well. Yeah, yeah. season season one was, uh, oh, wow, look at all these troubled women. Yeah. We're going to get them. We're going to make them better. And then season two was like, wow, look at these troubled women. We're going to make them better. But the half of the house don't give a fuck about being better. Right. So then we're going to drop the pretense altogether. And then season three is really like, we just bad. Like, what yeah. the F ever. Yeah. And then after that, it got vicious. I mean, I stayed watching until season 17, which is when it ended. God yeah. forgive me. Wow. I'm a terrible <laughs> person. But, um, but and, and usually I'm really, really anti- Watching women fight on TV, I swear to God, I really do hate it. But I don't know. This this show appeals to the worst in me. And I, mean, I fucking love it. And that's fair because uh, there was some worse shit. <laughs> <laughs> there is some worse shit on this show. And, like, listen, and that's the thing. You know, I, I, I will never be the one that says, why are you watching this trash TV? Because it's all about what appeals to you, right? If I love a good fight. I love a good fight. I love a good moment. I love trash people. I love shitting on trash people. Uh, and then at a certain point, it's just like, whew. Like I'm, I like lyric at the end of this episode is like I need to pull the ripcord, right? <laughs> you know because exactly. I need to pull the fucking ripcord because if I stay here, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna be destructive. Uh, that was what she said, right? So I mean, I get she that. also had she also had a court case, like an assault case on yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was already yeah. destructive, but, <laughs> but <laughs> she, I get she that. had demonstrated that beforehand. You know? Yeah, so. This is an all-time show. Listen, 17 seasons, uh, this moment, this this season feels like, you know, we, we talked about this when we watched Johnny K Plus 8, how it felt like we were watching like a show of yesteryear type thing. Uh, and this, totally. this feels like that as well, just because not only did the series change after this mm-hmm. season, also around 2008, 2009, when more shit started to go to that ultra HD and like even in, and especially, oh, like, yeah. you know, like you remember like on the it challenge where, you know, like you could tell they started using HD cameras. Yeah. yeah. 
And like, oh, yeah, if you watch anything on Paramount Plus for the challenge, I mean, it looks like they filmed it in the 70s. Yeah. 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 And like a lot of shows, like I remember when Curb Your Enthusiasm like came back and like it looked like it was like, oh, this looks more polished than ever. Right. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. it's just a different era. And And that era, that gloss of the television from the 2008 and before makes it feel to me a little more reality based and a little okay. less production okay. based. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, right. And so I like mean, it appeals to me. It appeals to me because of that, because it feels like I'm watching moments before production decided we need to up the ante because the ante yeah. has been up so much naturally. Right. And and you can tell, you know, everything was honest about what happened there. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. Tanisha was mad that there was sticky juice on yeah. the on the phone and that that was the final straw for her. And she was scared about getting kicked off the show. So she purposely didn't assault them. And she did the best she could do with whatever she had around her. And the girls were laughing because what she did was insane. And like it was all like honest. I will say that the one time it felt produced and this was just like if you watch the show live I remember this I remember this when I was watching the show live at the time uh during commercial break Oxygen took that clip of Tanisha banging the pots and pans Mm -hmm. and put a rap track to it and made a song (laughs) that's funny that sounds like some shit uh remix uh remix Suede God would do on Instagram yes exactly it was basically like that it was really funny it's like the I ain't getting no sleep cause of y'all y'all not gonna get no sleep cause of me I'm biting back I'm biting back I'm biting back that's exactly it That it was amazing. Was so funny. It was amazing. Oh, that shit amazing. was so funny. I actually remember seeing this clip. Just holy shit. I remember being in my dorm, uh, junior fall, watching this clip. Holy fuck. I love it. Like, I remember the exact my boyfriend had to just dump me, you know. Damn. And I and I didn't go to class. I was depressed for a bunch of other reasons, not just him. You know, you don't kill your career, your school career because a boy dumped you, right? But I remember I did nothing that junior fall. I was so depressed. I just laid in bed and watched reality TV. And I caught up on like 10 seasons of Big Brother or (laughs) something stupid like that. And uh, watched Bad Girls Club. So I remember where I was when I saw Tanisha do this. This is great. I remember where I was when I saw the, you know, what led up to this. And boy, Mm -hmm. let me tell you. My 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 anger level was at a ten <laughs> after some of this, but also my laughter level was also at a ten because I laughed just yeah. as hard as I was angry. This is an all time moment. Mm-hmm. We got some decisions to make because we don't have any we open slots. Them. We don't have any we open don't. slots. We don't. So let's see what we talk about on the other side of this break. We'll be right back, everybody. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Yeah. I know some people have been waiting for when we finally fill these 12 slots, mm-hmm. what these conversations are going to look like. I'm interested, yep. too. You've lived with this show for 17 seasons, Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, here, here, first of all, let, let, let me, let me I, I'll, I, I'll make this very brief, because I also feel like we are going to have to have a conversation on 
if we want to take somebody off the cast because I'm just going to say right off the bat, I want to put Tanisha on the cast. Uh, I agree. I, I want to put Tanisha on the cast. This is an all-time moment. Like, every, And every moment she came on screen just felt like larger than life, right? It felt like larger than life. It felt like this is somebody. She's really special. Yeah. You know? And I and and I I felt her. I felt her one hundred. I felt her anger. I was there with her. And there are some other people. Like first, Genovesia. Fuck her. Um, <laughs> I didn't like her at all. I didn't like her at all. And this is before she said the racist shit. Like I don't mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mind racist shit. But like, I'm also very aware that like. Ew, white people on TV might say some racist shit. <laughs> so I'm very aware <laughs> Fair of that. Fair enough. Touche. Uh, Touche. But, like, just, I, like, she is she is a bargain basement Wow. And if we were going to put somebody like her <laughs> on the cast. And you were so aggressively anti Wow anyway. Exactly. Then you clearly are not going to take the bargain basement. No. Nah. Nah, if we was going to put somebody like her on the cast, I would put somebody better than her on the cast, and that would be Wow. <laughs> so, like, she ain't even worthy. She's not worthy. Lyric was just annoying. And she didn't even last on her own show. She left. And, you know, look, if you left her to protect your mental health, Wait. great. Wait, wait, time out. Can I interrupt you right yes, there? Yes, You said she didn't even last on her own show. Did you, how, did you ever watch a season of Bad Girls Club? No. Okay, that is so funny that you picked up on that. This is similar to how I felt when you picked up on the fact that Giselle doesn't dress well last time. <laughs> yeah. On Bad Girls Club, it is a thing that you're soft if you can't last. <laughs> and... <laughs> So, like, what they'll do is, in the after this season, obviously, it didn't work that way this season, but after mm-hmm. this season, it's like, they have the originals, the original cast who walks into the house together, mm-hmm. and, you know, people get kicked out of the house either by beating people up, because you they pretend you're not allowed to do violence, but if you hit somebody first and it goes too far, they'll kick you out, or somebody gets bullied out of the house. And it's a thing that you didn't make it through the end, so you're soft. And it's hilarious to me that you're like, she didn't even make it through her whole season. Because that's definitely a thing in the Bad Girls Club fandom. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, no. Okay, Jackies. I could. T- I mean, you didn't even make it through. Listen, like, you know me, right? I'm not about to say anything surprising when I say this. I am very much a, you know what the fuck you signed up for. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when you know what you <laughs> sign up for... Don't act like shit ain't Gucci when shit hits a tipping point because you know what you signed. You know what this show, I mean, this is season two, so maybe they didn't. But, like, at a certain point, I'm just like, you know what you signed up for. Like, if you really want, and listen, I'm not saying don't protect your mental health. Protect your mental health. If you really feel like your mental health is in jeopardy because of a show, reality TV ain't as important as you protecting your fucking self. I, like, so please don't come at me like I'm saying, like, that's different. But also, you know what you signed up for. And like when shit gets, yeah. you you don't get to throw a whole bunch of rocks and hide your hands when they, when the rocks are starting to be thrown back at you. So, you know. <laughs> like, or like even, even, if you, even if you don't know what you signed up for. Yeah. I mean, if you agreed to be part of a television show called Bad Girls Club, you probably should expect something you crazy. You should expect some bad girls, especially when you was one of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, it wasn't That's like the truth. It wasn't like you was, you know, a saint this whole fucking time. You was also on some shit too. 
you was on some yeah. shit in this episode. You was part of the reason the pots and pans came out. Uh, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> exactly. if we're being real, Tanisha is it for me. Uh, I, I, you know, I, it sounds like she's it for you, too. But I don't know if anybody else is on your radar from this clip. Oh, no, absolutely not. And, and um, I don't think it's an accident that when they have bad girls come back for subsequent seasons or, you know, just to do press or like promoting the show. Tanisha's the only one from her season that really has a relationship with the Bad Girls Club universe after the season. Um, and I don't even think she talks to any of the girls from her season, even the girls she was very close with. Um mm-hmm on her season anymore. She's, you know, like I said, she's part of that reboot that they're doing now on the Zeus network. And she's with Natalie Nunn. I think she still talks to Amber from season three. She talks to Kristen from season five, Natalie, whatever. Um, But the thing is, if we keep Tanisha, which I'm very, very excited to do. Yeah. Who does she bump? Who does she knock out? That's, 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 that's the conversation now. Right. Because Let's, because now we did you want to take a break? No, no, no. I don't want to take a break. I was just gonna go ahead just to refresh it for people. Okay. This is who we got. We have New York, Johnny Bananas, Aviva Drescher, Shangela, Snooky, Tyra Banks, Dan Gis- Dan Giesling, Trishel, Kate Gosselin, Giselle Bryant, Karen Huger, and C T. That's the cast. That is the cast. Who are we taking? Mm. Okay. I feel like this is this this is this is how I wanna approach from my brain. There are some non. There are some people who are just like you're on the cast. New York, bananas, mm-hmm. Snooky. Okay. I like Trishel. and I'm and I'm not saying like I would fight. I I would fight New York or bananas, but only because I know you aren't even considering taking them off. So yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. even like a. That's not even a conversation. It's not even relevant. CT. I would. I would probably even fight because like I love CT. I, so I don't know. But they, so those are probably the couple of names that I wouldn't. I'm like, there's no chance they're leaving. Everybody else right. is kind of. So, well, so like, here's the thing. So I'm looking at this list. Yeah. And so. Uh, I'm looking at this cast, right? And I'm trying to think of what it is that Tanisha brings that they, the other ones don't. And I think what's so attractive to me about Tanisha is her explosiveness. Yeah. Her explosiveness and her ability to use anger hilariously. hmm Right? And just being compelling in every scene. And just based on the clips that we use to identify who should be in the cast right i'm looking at a giselle bryant and i'm like "Mm." yeah that's that's who my that's who my eyes went to and and let me tell you why they don't go to dan right now because i feel like that's an easy decision they don't go to dan because the archetype that he fills Mm -hmm. is completely taken away and not replaced in any shape or fashion with tanisha right I guess you can take Tyra away, but for me, I think having a name like Tyra, who also still has reality TV show cred to her behind her name, you know, she she she's worthy of staying on in this decision when I'm looking at, like, a Giselle. Because I'm even looking at, like, you know, Trishel. Two different type of characters. Kate Gosselin, two different type of characters. Shangela, 
there was another person I was like, maybe Shangela, but you know, uh, I think I, 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 think I would fight Shangela, you on Shangela. She's too iconic. I was yeah, I was gonna say like Shangela brings more to the table besides archetypes as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you know Shangela is particularly iconic just for like who she is in the LGBTQ world, but also just like in the world of reality TV. She's a impactful like you know monster of yeah. a of a personality. Giselle, while I love her and I adore her and I think that she's a brilliant reality TV person or cast member, she isn't iconic in the same way that Tanisha is or Shangela is. Tanisha changed TV, right? Giselle's just an exceptional housewife. Yeah. Uh, Giselle's legacy isn't settled yet. But we all know what Tanisha's legacy is and what her contribution to reality TV is. And while Giselle and Tanisha are not the same woman or necessarily the same type of woman, their roles are similar. They are a production dream. They get conflict started. They are at the center of a lot of the conflict in in the cast or whatever. Mm -hmm. But Giselle, in the clip that we watched wasn't the star. It was Karen and the mime, yeah, maybe. But true. mostly Karen. True. Uh, Tanisha is the star we saw in this clip, and she was the star of that whole season, and she's probably the star of that whole series, to be honest. Yeah, maybe was, Natalie could give her a run for her money, but that's it. Yeah, I was going to say, Tanisha, just from what I know and from what I've looked at and researched and things in preparation for the app, uh, it definitely changed, like, the trajectory of how Bad Girls Club, you know, yeah. went for the, you know, subsequent 15 seasons after this season. So mm. I don't have a problem with Giselle Bryant. I think, you I, I, you know, I don't know if we can get rid of Karen. You know, we can't get rid of the Oh, Karen no, you, dumb, no, no, you no. Know? I will, I will fight you on Karen Huger. I yeah, will. Yeah, we can't get rid of her. Uh, but, you know, Giselle is the one I'm also very interested and what a cast with New York and Trish uh, and and Tanisha uh, would look like when they both decide, oh, we about to blow up. Not even at oh. each other. Not even at each other. But just like I could, I would love like just a tag team with those okay. two. They would. They I would think they would tag the team. House. I think that Tanisha would honor Tiffany Pollard's legacy oh, yeah. and respect her elders. Oh, they yeah. are. They're similar, not in how they perform their personalities, but they're similar in personality, I would think. Yeah. They have over-the-top reactions to literally everything, and they will not shy away from conflict. But I would love to see them together. I I totally agree. And the differences between the two, at least to me, and you you can tell me if you think this isn't correct, but New York is a little more active in some of the conflicts like she will start Uh, shit she will start shit sometimes more than it seems like Tanisha is uh, a little bit more reactive at least she was in this clip in that clip (laughs) yeah Uh, Tanisha Tanisha is reactive in the sense that if I said boo Tanisha will be like boo she Mm. definitely jumps she jumps too early okay yeah okay she jumps too early for sure Okay. But she didn't jump too early in what we watched. Not at Tanisha, all. generally speaking, jumps too early. Not yeah. at all. Sounds like we're pulling the offer from Giselle and giving it to Tanisha. Mm-hmm. I think so. There it is, everybody. Please get on your feet. Clap your hands. Stomp your <laughs> toes. And welcome to the cast. <laughs> 
Tanisha Thomas from Bad Yay! Girls Club Season 2. Let's play taps for Giselle Bryant. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's, What's taps? Is this a, uh, that's the burr, burr, burr. Oh, that's is that a, what they call that? Yeah, it's called taps. Oh. Yeah. Well, you just taught me something there today. You Thank you, Jackie. Yeah. Now I can go around telling people I knew what taps was my whole life. <laughs> play them taps. Play them taps as we say goodbye to Giselle Bryant. There it is. Episode 17 of the cast is in the fucking books. We got our cast of 12. We got two more episodes to see if we're going to shake some shit up. I don't know. Yeah. We might. And then. I don't know, Jackies. I'm I'm looking at a couple of people and I think we will shake some shit up. I think we're going to shake some shit up. And then who knows what episode 20 is going to look like. The ser- the season finale. I mean, we don't know. We it's don't. Fake. That's true. <laughs> That's why, that's, yeah, that was a legitimate question. Uh, who knows <laughs> what episode 20 is going to look like. We'll figure it out. It's going to be dope. It's going to be fun. Let us know what you think, everybody. Do you agree? Do you like the cast? You are you are letting us know what you think. You're letting us know who should be on the cast from mm-hmm. clips we haven't even watched. And you know what? I appreciate it. I appreciate you. <laughs> I do. I really do. I know that sounds like I'm being facetious, but I'm not. I appreciate everybody who lets me know what they think. Uh, Listen, any like feedback is welcome because yeah, that means you're engaged, and absolutely. so I love that. Yeah, absolutely. There was somebody. There was somebody who corrected us on uh, Johnny Bananas. I need to go read that in inbox. Oh, they for were, real? They made the. They were somebody who'd be like, "No, do not put Johnny Bananas on this." Oh, oh <laughs> gotta, losing battle, losing <laughs> I battle. I, I was like, oh, this message is long. Let me go uh, take a break before I read this. And then I didn't. That's so I'll, very I'll check funny. that message. I would love again. to hear. Yeah. I wish we would have, I wish I would have had that when Bananas was on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was also, Bananas was also very, very honored to be on this because I, we, I really? rattled off the list and he was like, damn, to be on the name, to be on a list with names like that. Like he was very For fucking you? honored. He was flattered. He was, oh, flattered. He was super flattered. He like named certain people. He was, he was with it. So like, that was pretty dope. Uh, oh, wow, that makes me, I'm so sad. I missed it. Yeah. He was, he, was, okay. he was pretty honored. We'll get him back. Maybe we'll get him back. Yeah. Who knows? Did he like you, Jackies? Will he we fucked get him with back? me. He he fucked with okay. me. He fucked with me. He okay. was ha- he was like, this was one of my this was one of the better uh, interviews that I've done. So I was oh, like, yeah. Yay. We don't have you. to leave all this in Clementine if it feels weird, yeah. but I'm really excited to hear it. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. He 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 enjoyed his time. We enjoy you guys. Yeah. We like you all, guys. I'm at Jackies Neil on everything. Where can we find you at, Ray? I'm Ray Sani on Twitter, although I've been cussing out trolls lately, so I might deactivate to take a break. And take I'm break. on Instagram at Rafizzle87, which I hardly use, but I'm in New York and I have to take a pretty picture someday. So mm-hmm. I'll take one today and then, you know. Post it up. Um, yeah, or whatever. And uh, I'm doing shows in, in New York now. Stand up is a thing for me. Again, I'm so thrilled. So. Please be on the lookout for when I'm doing shows and I'll post and things like that because, you know, stand-up is the love of my life and I hope that you guys um, participate in it with me. Hell yes. Go see some shows. Go yeah. out. Support. Support us because we doing yeah, dope shit us. out here. Yeah, doing dope shit. Yeah. Woo! That's it. The cast. We got our cast of 12. We shuffling it around. Until next time, everybody. Don't be bad, girls. Don't be peeing in my sink. Don't be peeing in our sink. I'm going to fuck you up. 
They're gonna fuck you up. Bye. Bye. Bad. Good. Worse. Better. Yes. No. Now. Later. What is a word? What is a description? Is it what defines our being, our actions, or our right now? It's what the world sees you as, what you must be, what you must become. It's what the world sees you as, or describes you as, how you view it. Is their bad, your bad? Is their good, your good? Are their views worthy of reflection on yourself? Only you can answer that. After all, they are just words. The only thing we can all be certain of are the words that would describe anyone that puts hot sauce in my orange juice. And those words are on site. Believe that. These are my thoughts, everyone. Just what I'm feeling at the time. Time on the cast, Jaquise refuses to do dishes because he fears Tanisha will destroy them. Ray auditions for the Nerdy Pimmer Adolescent Club. And Ray and Jaquise start a movement to ban all pranks. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>